Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, it's Josh here. You are listening to The Murder Hobros. Thanks again for stopping by. Uh, we are playing City of Mist. It's a really cool game. If you're just jumping in on episode 10, you're a nutter. Go back to the beginning. But if you like to live dangerously, this is City of Mist, a superhero-based um, role-playing game by a great company called Son of Oak. It's quite new. I kickstarted it, and um, we jumped on it really, really early. And I can see that it's popular. It's a brilliant game. Very simple, very quick to run. Possibly better for a podcast than Dungeons and Dragons, but we love Dungeons and Dragons. Great game, and we go back to it next season. However, we're playing City of Mist. My mates are villains, and they are dangerous in many, many ways. And thanks for stopping by. So, I don't know. I just want to see how you're doing, really. I hope you're doing okay with the current state of the world. I, uh, I'm back to work full time. Some of you might be locked down. Some of you, I actually think most of you are not listening in this country. So, I guess we're all in different situations. But I hope we're all doing okay. I know the boys with me will... Hope the same. Hope you're coping okay with how life is during this these times. Uh, is there anything else I want to say about today? I can't remember if Sandy dropped some weird comments in that need context. I don't think so. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I think that's it for today. As always, you can get us at Murder Hobros. Let us know if the adverts are bothering you, because if they're that much of a problem, we'll find other ways of trying to grow this but you can do all of that at murder hobros and i hope you enjoy the show we're gearing up towards the end now you join my super villain friends as the heist is done and they've got the handover at the aot airstrip the aot airstrip peace
Gladius is dressed in his finest, but he's also got a, a thick, uh, dark fur, uh, wool, wool, sorry, dark fur um, coat on against the elements. And he's got four um, stooges, foot soldiers with him, all balaclavered up in uh, dark colors. And it looks like assault rifles. Centurion, the guy you've met before, the gruff dude, he's in like a long brown trench coat. Uh, and he's got some of his guys with him. And then there's two new people who look like they have authority. Um, you can see a guy who looks very aggressive, very much ex-military from his equipment and his posturing, but he's also uh, carrying a cleaver and a shotgun. He ha is fully masked up. It looks like he's got some sort of maybe night vision goggles or some form on, and he looks very, very intimidating. And off to one side with another bunch of four men and each of them has got four men seemingly under their command is a guy with like almost like a painted white face like his face is is painfully white his hair is white and is long and tied back and underneath a trench coat he's got some sort of like molded red bodysuit like a body armor and it comes up to cover his mouth and just underneath his cheekbones and goes up to his ears this is a very strange and intimidating looking figure. And Stefano sees you guys. Are you all three coming down the steps? Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm in the back because I'm really intimidating. <laughs> okay. And Stefano sees you and he smiles and he holds his arms out, almost like is in like a, a hug um, as he walks towards you. Don't go for the hug again. <laughs> he embraces you with a very warm smile and he says well done I'm very impressed you have brought us an airship and flight. and a room full of people well thank you very much and he clicks his fingers and his four men board the ship with guns drawn and uh, he says was the flight okay uh, it was perfect Brilliant. And um, I hope you didn't get too um, too stressed up there. I didn't tell you about some of our arrangements. I didn't want to worry you, but uh, I trust it went off smoothly from uh, from from our perspective. There were a couple of pricks in there, but the 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 rocket launchers were, were good. They're good. They're good. They're good. They were good. Good. They were good. They were real good. Gladius smiles and kind of like pats you on the back and he looks to the other guys and he's kind of got you in like a half embrace, Nevin. And he says, and, and where's Samson? Who's, we didn't lose him, did we? Who's Samson? <laughs> we haven't lost, uh, lost one, have we? I see you've gained one and he points to you, Pixis. And he says, uh, forgive me, sir. Uh, Gladius is my uh, my common common name. Uh, you can call me Gladius or Stefano if you wish. And he holds his hand out for you to shake. Okay, yeah. Uh, not to be rude, I uh, extend my hand. Good, 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 good to meet you, sir. Uh, I go by Pixis, Black Omega. You can call me Pixis, Pixie, the Big P. What, whatever you prefer, sir. It's completely up to you. <laughs> the Big P. Big P. Love it. Big P. Well, Pixis, um, 
you've done a marvelous job. And uh, you will all be happily reimbursed for your efforts. Just out of character, what the hell did I agree to pay you guys? I know it was big. It was uh, big. And I know you manipulated to get it a little bit bigger. It's 150k. Uh, also, uh, Pixis only knows it's 100k. Yeah. But I'm not there to stop. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, yeah. And I think we got 10k up. We got a small 15, I think. bursary yeah, up I front. Think. 50, yeah. We got a decent amount up front to get us kicked out, which we basically. Yeah, we didn't use. We bought suits and like put a cadaver. Hot like dogs. Made a hot dog. dogs. Fifty k's of hot dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Plenty so of grambles. Glad. Yeah. <laughs> loads of grambles. Gladius turns to his companions. Oh yeah, I want that bartender alive. Uh, and Gladius turns back and says, "Ah, um, Praetorian," and the individual who looks heavily military is just right next to him. He says, yes. You better get men on board because, um, well, I, I, he turns back to you and you can just hear the sounds of, of bullets and gunfire. And uh, Gladius goes, ooh, uh, sorry. I think that's a bit too late. And uh, Praetorian I'm gonna get, says, I'm going to get really upset for about 10 seconds. Like, and crying. Gladius just just takes you uh, like in a hug. He says, "Hey, we can get you another waiter." Uh, Praetorian, get on there with your men. Uh, Centurion, if you can handle the perimeter, and Mermelo, and the white-faced dude, uh, just kind of like just stares and says something in Italian. And Gladius speaks back in Italian, and Mermelo drops back with his men, and Praetorian and his four men board the, the blimp and you can just hear more and more gunshots and Stefano smiles and says well I believe we need to find what happened to Samson and I will pay you gents and get you a ride out of here where's Samson where is Samson he's in the cockpit isn't he <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch yeah um I, I literally, I, I, I wouldn't the, know because I've literally been the, out there and. Uh... Yeah, the, the, the last I saw, he was he, he had some crazy tentacles coming out of his back, and he, he was pretending to be the captain. I don't, I don't know whether he was he was zipped up to the heavens by the deep one. You 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 may just have to to, to, to exercise any kind of caution when entering the cockpit, boys. What? Okay, that's. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, and I'm going to pause this there as, uh, Samson, you just hear a knocking on the door. And you hear a voice say, Open up. Is this, is this pre-gunshots or post? Post-gunshots. Uh, I'm not answering. Like, I'm... Uh, I've kind of... Is there a nose on this blimp? Like, is it... If I look straight out of this window where this guy jumped out of, is it just to drop straight down? Yeah, it's very close to land as well, because you, you've been you've been pulled down basically. Oh, how how far away is it from land? You, probably ten foot drop. Oh, okay. <laughs> After where the gunshot started, I fucking fucked it. I've jumped out the window. <laughs> okay. 
like uh, it, when I so immediately those gunshots start and I jump out of the window. I think that this military group have come on and just fucking murdered all the people that I was working with. I've got no fucking clue. Okay, you jump out. Ugh. I'm gonna take a mild take the risk roll for that. I'm not gonna. It's it says perform a dangerous task under pressure. If you you are under like probably massive psychological pressure. And it's probably a semi-dangerous task. Uh, six. Miss. As you jump out, um, I'm going to say that you're going to take uh, a minor flesh wound as you get caught on the glass uh, and land hard on the floor. Uh, so unless you want to take flesh wound two, uh, do you want to face danger on that? Yeah. I'll, I'll kind of try and style it out. Uh, five. <laughs> uh, you... Uh, nick yourself quite bad and start to bleed and you hit the floor hard and uh, as you kind of like clutch the wound and like fuck that and you look up you can see a looming figure in front of you with long grey hair and he's looking down on you he's big, he's heavily muscled and he's got four goons with him and you recognise Centurion and he just looks down at you whilst you're on the floor and he says you okay? Uh, yeah, I, I, I tripped and fell. Um, uh, nice to see you, brother. I, I, I would recommend uh, probably taking the stairs. Mm. Your friends are over there. Uh, Come up. Uh, can I see them, like, if I turn my head? Yeah, are, are they you all turn your head. just staring at me? You can see that Stefano Gladius has got uh, Nevin in some sort of, like, half-hug his arms around him and they're chatting quite openly. There are goons around, but there is, it doesn't look hostile. I, it I looks get like up you're a, on the same side. A little bit sheepishly, like as sheepish as, as Samson gets and kind of walk across that he read this situation so bad. Uh, you're pick, a sheepdogged across there though. Yeah, Centurion I'll, is following you with his goons. They've I'll kind pick of got up the you captain's held hat in a little bit. And kind of dust myself off and try and get a little bit of composure as my arms like leaking with the blood and it's leak, leaking down my fingers. Uh, my, my tentacles have withdrawn at this point. Uh, okay. But there's obviously like bloody marks on the back of my shirt. As you come over, Stefano sees you and just says, "Hey, Samson, how are you doing?" Uh, and uh, Centurion just cuts in and goes, "He's bleeding." I see. No point. Uh, some of us had to get our hands a little bit dirty, as you see. Um, we, see we came we... through. I, I, I sensed a little bit of doubt, but hopefully, we've proved ourselves to you. You have proved yourself. I'm we. I, I'm not speaking for the Mancuso family. We are very, very happy. And as a result, if you would come to my vehicle, I have your payment. And he turns his back on you and walks towards the uh, front of the building of the airstrip. And you can see his. It was an Aston Martin, wasn't it? Yeah. He's got this amazing, looking black sports car, and. Um, it, if you recall, it had the license plate uh, insured by the Mancuso family. Um, you hit me, we hit you. There's a, a bumper sticker on the back. <laughs> uh, and Pixis, um, I, I left Timmy aboard. Um, you, you might want to make sure he doesn't go and get shot. Oh, I, you have my word. I'll make sure you get your, your cut of the hundred grand. Um, in, 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 in. In all honesty, uh, Timmy was just 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 deployed to get tickets. Tim, 
Timmy will be fine. He he he, he can look after himself. I I I think I'm going to stick around for the for for the transaction if you don't mind, sir. You hear a series of four more gunshots coming from the cockpit. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> they did a fucking trick attack. Or was it the um, woman? Yeah. Yes, yes, so it is. Okay, you you can be there, I guess. I, I kind of look awkwardly at the other two because they know as well. And if you walk over to Stefano's car, he pops the trunk and pulls out a briefcase and he opens it up for you and he says gentlemen on behalf of our little family thank you you have conducted yourself in exemplary fashion well there would and there would only be a hundred thousand in there yes there is hundred thousand because you've taken 50 already and um, <coughs> he says please find a hundred thousand of our finest dollars and please consider yourself friends of the Mancuso family. And he hands you the briefcase. Uh, I guess he's going to give it to Janice. Janice, he gives you the briefcase. I'll take the briefcase. I, I take it this blimp and any security footage on board aren't going to turn up anywhere that we need to be made aware of. He says that we've got a handle of that. Uh, and then he kind of like looks down and kind of like uh, just like scratches his nose and then he looks back up you well we have some bad news you have already been identified on the news as wanted men the security um, in the White Star Tower you've been flagged a little bit uh, you're going to need to go well Yes. How? You're going to be... Yeah. Well... <sighs> Let's say it was a little... little suspicious, some of the behaviours leading up. Whilst there is no guaranteed aspersions against you yet, we haven't... We have received information that there is some element in White Star that is pushing very hard into what's going on, and you've already been flagged as a security risk on board. Late additions to the uh, itinerary. Uh, the security is uh, intense at Ventura Towers. And we're trying to minimize the damage as we speak, but you will want to lay low. I don't know how long we can hold it off for before you might want to put a fix in place. But that's what the money's for. Get a fix on it now and you should be gravy. Um, I, I, I have a YouTube channel. I'm a, this, this. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a professor at a university. <laughs> well, you're very smart. Smart men. You can... Let's see what it, what falls out of it first. Let's see what falls out. You've got some money and some. I, ima and I imagine we'd kind of put something in provision any time we do a job, just in case things go wrong. He does say, "Have you got a safe house? We'll take you there now. We'll clean up here. We've got what we want. We've paid you, but we will we'll follow through. Have you got a safe house? I'll arrange for you to be taken. We have the warehouse in. Yeah, we do, don't we? 
Okay, well, I'm not going to take you in my vehicle. He clicks his fingers, and uh, the uh, centurion kind of like comes up, and uh, Gladius says, um, "Can you free up one of your men to drive these to uh, wherever they need to go?" And centurion just goes, mm. and he grunts, and one of his men steps forward, and he's got a balaclava on, and he just goes, uh, "Yeah, I'll take, I'll, I'll take you." And uh, Gladius says, well, I think we're about done here. Keep an eye on the news. I don't know how how far this will develop. Stay ahead of it. Use the money. And if you need more work, we'll be in touch. And he flicks out his card out of nowhere. And he has a card with basically just his number on it. And he says, uh, you can reach me on this. And he hands it to... Nevin. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about the waiter. And you can just see body bags being pulled out now from the air sh- airstrip as men just are taking bodies out. He made the, p- the perfect gramble. Um, well, uh, s- excuse me, m- m- Mr. Centurion. Uh, might I, might, might I just butt in for f- f- for one second? Um. We, 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 Centurion's we, the big dude with the white hair, and he just goes, mm. He goes, what, sorry? Centurion's the big dude with the grey hair, long grey hair. This guy's uh, the other Gladius. Guy. Gladius is the, the dude okay. in, the, in the suit and the fur. And Centurion he, he... just grunts and goes, mm. Um, excuse me, Mr. Gladys. Uh, thank you so much for 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 everything you've done for us. And as 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 a token of of my appreciation, um, I see that you are you're currently escorting some of our guests out of the uh, out of the blimp in their in their new uh, body bagged attire. If you need any places to uh, stash any of those bodies, <laughs> I know of a wonderful mortuary just downtown. Just. To, 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 just give me a call, and uh, I give him one of my business cards. Gladius doesn't take it. He holds a hand up, and he just says, well, I actually know who you are, Pixis, but thank you. We will be in touch if we need any bodies being disposed of. And then he turns to the man he's going to drive the you, and he says, uh, I think their warehouse is in the uh, industrial district, and he smiles with this knowing look, like he knows where you are. And he says, uh, they'll take you there. There's like a... I guess you can read into that what you will. Uh, would, would there be any way that I've heard this guy's real name? Like, yeah, he's been referred to as Stefano Prieti. He introduced himself to you as Stefano Prieti. But he uses Gladius as his street name. Uh, I'll probably give a little thank you, uh, Stefano. <laughs> and just kind of just show like I'm showing a, I know a little bit about him as well. Again, it'd be absolutely worthless. And just just a me trying to retain a tiny bit of power. Make a convinced check. <laughs> uh, to assert some authority. Can I add threatening to it? But I, don't want it yes. I don't want it to be threatening. You can, you can, you can. I, I won't play it. like It's not crazy. I just want to see what happens. I'm curious. Uh, eight. He looks at you and smiles and his eyes twinkle. And you can see he's got these very cold very light blue eyes for someone of Italian descent and um, he just smiles and I'm going to give you something for this on a tier one you see that he's wearing 
his 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 fur coat's not done up, and you can see on the lapel of his suit jacket underneath, you can see like a pin, and on the pin you see an unmistakable satanic uh, head, like a goat's head, beelzy bub, sort of like horned goat, uh, in like almost like a satanic star, and. He sees you notice this as your eye flickers and takes it in, and he just smiles. Christianity's so pastiche. Uh, and then I'll go and get the car. <laughs> okay, so uh, the van is being prepared for you guys. There's enough seats for you guys to get in, and the driver's already in there. Yeah, he's still got his balaclava on. Are you guys all getting him? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right, as, you, as the vehicle uh, is kicked into life and starts to pull away from the airstrip you see more and more body bags being pulled out just and they're being piled up and you see the ground crew starting to run through the procedure of essentially bringing this blimp down fully so that they can begin dismantling and quickly moving it and this operation is going to take all night but they're going to be pushing through aggressively and as you pull away, you can see Praetorian overseeing the the bodies being piled up with his men. Mermelo, this strange Italian-speaking figure, is very removed from the group. His men are chipping in, but he's watching alone, basically. Gladius is standing by his car, and Centurion's men are, are helping, with Centurion just gruffly watching you with a face that basically says, I fucking kill you in half a second. Um, as you drive past him and you pull out from the airstrip and start to head on the drive back into the city where are you guys going can i ask the driver uh, mm. do, you, do you have a phone yeah sure if you need to make a call yes take it and he hands you a mobile phone uh it, I, I type in a number uh, Jackie, uh, and this is the mother who's been uh, driving me uh, around. Uh, it's one of the. I have to make so many notes for you, yeah. <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> one of them, um, uh, J- Jackie James. Um. Would you bring uh, the passports and identification, please? Um, meet me at uh, Warehouse Bravo. Yes, no, no. I, I don't care if you've not got a sitter. Just leave leave him with... Oh, what? Okay, but... but oh, for fuck's sake. All right, and I hang up. Okay. And uh, the driver just goes, it's hard to get a sitter in this city at late notice. That's why i got a stay-at-home wife. Is he still wearing a balaclava? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got a balaclava on and he's just driving in the balaclava. I'm sure she's a, a lovely woman. Does she, is she on your, in your line of work? No, no. She's out of, uh, out of the business. Uh, never was really in it. I just uh, just spends my fucking money. She's getting fat, so I've been shagging <laughs> her sister. <laughs> you know what it's like. Haven't we all? I'll like, give her a, li- him a, little, a little wink. Yeah. But the, the and he bitches looks, be crazy. Like, really bemused at you for a second. And then he looks back at you, picks this, and says, always crazy. So I keep it moving. My dick. Um, it's, <laughs> I'm always on a different angle. My dick. Uh, <laughs> how long have you been working for? 
that particular family. Since I was a boy, the Mancusos is where it's at. It gives me security, gives me money, gives me a bit of esteem. Uh, it's, a, it's a family thing. And it's okay, employers? We're, we're just kind of on the, the flirtive ground. The, the first the best. few dates before the wife the, gets fat, so to speak. They're the best. There's some serious perks with uh, sticking with the Mancusos. And, well, you know, they're, we're on the up. Driving high-profile criminals like us around. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I'll also uh, go through the radio stations and try and get uh, a bit of an update about what's going on. Okay. Make an investigate check. You're using the radio? Yeah, you're trying to scan for information. Uh, six, miss. Um, you s- there's, there's a lot of misinformation going on. There is... The city is on a high state of alert. Basically, two helicopters have been shot down from the sky in what appears to be a terrorist act. And news reporters are already reporting a stolen blimp from the White Star Tower, which is heavily linked to Ventura Corps. There has been currently no statement from Ventura Corps, but the city is in absolute shock and in its most heightened state. And as you start to pull back into the city, you can really see that. Traffic is like like very much either locked down on certain roads or being heavily controlled by a police presence. And your driver actually is, is taking very strategic routes to kind of wean through um, the city as you start to get into more built up areas. And it's bedlam. It's absolute bedlam. It's just the sound of sirens and chaos. And the driver just goes, hmm, it's been a good night. What exactly does a family like that need a blimp for? I'm small fry, they won't tell me that. I just know we're going up. We're going up big. We're taking a claim. The city's uh the city's ours. This is step one in a plan, I guess. It's weird. Do you think they will need a blimp? Well I'll find out when I need to know. That asked me to do something. This is unusual, man. I'm normally just running numbers on the street corner, but got roped in tonight for some uh, some extra time, shall we say, some overtime. And who were the other two? Um, they were they were very obvious. There was there's quite a power structure there. I could see uh, there are a few. What well, let's let's say lieutenants. Um, yeah. I there was a, I, I recognised uh, that. The brick shit house, uh, so to speak, uh, in Centurion. Um, yeah, yeah, he's 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 a big old boy. I'm glad he's with us. That's a Centurion. Yeah. Obviously, Gladius is uh, the big swinging dick who everyone <laughs> listens to. Uh, there was another milky-looking fellow. I I can't say I've met him. That'll be Mermelo. Mermelo. Uh, mm, that's his street name. He's uh he's Sicilian. All Sicilians look like that. He did look very well. No, he's uh, he's a bit different. It looks like uh, Pixis had had his way with him. <laughs> and there was another fellow, uh, Praetorian, aggressive-looking chap, ex-military, very skilled technician. Looked like a Doberman to me. Or higher up the food chain than me. My boss is Centurion. He, um, well, 
he's uh, involved in a little fight circuit we've got going. Um, yeah, he runs that really. If you want to make some money, we can put you in uh, in some matches if you guys fancy a little bit of fisticuffs. Yes. <laughs> well, I imagine you're asleep at that point and just waking up. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, uh, our uh, you guys are okay with the the mafiosi language. If I said capo, our captain, our captain, I'll say captain. You guys, you guys aren't aren't Italian. I can see that, but um, our captain, he runs a little uh, gambling venture for the family, uh, an off the streets uh, fight club, almost really. And there's some big money changing hands. If you want to get involved, well, Centurion, my boss, my line manager, he uh, he his daily operations is 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 within that, and it's why I run the books. Really, it's gambling side of it is is part of, of my remit. If you fancy a scrap, it doesn't have to be against the big boy, uh, but you know, hook me up. We can uh, we can put you in. You got a card? Uh, I'll give you my number. And he goes, you got a phone? Yes. He takes your razor flip, whatever it is, and just punches in his number. And you can see his name's Dominic. He puts it in his uh, Slippery Dom. <laughs> <laughs> slippery D. Slippery D. <laughs> the moment he goes to try and save it, uh, Nevin's already got a Slippery Dom in his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Slippery Dom too. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, you you hit me up. Uh, I guess you're gonna have to wait for this to die down a little bit. But uh, you you hit me up and uh, I'll speak I'll speak to Centurion and we'll get you we'll get you a uh, we'll get you we'll get you in the ring. Cool fries, my jammer. Cook, call me call me Slip. Cool fries. Slip. Fine. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Slip, um, just, 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 just yeah. how, 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 how legitimate are these, are these, um, um, um bouts? Uh, do you need anyone to, 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 to maybe take a fall or anything? Because I've got a, got a horde of, of willing participants back at, back at, back at my mortuary. That's a, a very interesting angle. Uh, with, they're pretty straight up, to be honest. It's more uh, people come, spend a lot of money watching horrific acts of violence. And we don't really... We could put some straight shot bets in. I'll, I'll, talk, to, I'll talk to Centurion. He, he generally takes the stance of put two people in a ring, watch them kick the shit out of each other, and... If anyone's getting too big for their boots, he steps in and he's the safe bet. We we make enough money from that angle. We could fix a couple of horses on it, but yeah, I talked to, I talked to the boss. Just, just bear, me, bear me in mind. I've got plenty of willing willing participants, and they, they they won't say they won't say word about getting into some fisticuffs. Well, that's uh, yeah. Uh, I talked to the boss, and over the the. the quite a long journey basically it takes like an hour and a half as he hits back streets and side streets and has to turn around before a stop point and all sorts but he's skilled at what he does and he manages to get you back into familiar territory of the industrial district and 
all of you notice that he kind of knows where he's going. And you haven't given him instructions. And he pulls up outside your warehouse. And he goes, uh, this is it, isn't it, boys? You're obviously well informed, Dominic. Yeah, that's not me. Uh, the family's informed. I just got told where to take you. It's Do part of the business, you know, a bit of show here and there. Do they know about the other one? And I'll give him a wink. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, you can't point the finger. You're very, very quiet, quiet, Sand. Is it is Sand? Yeah, you keep, your volume keeps going up and down. Yeah. Like is it? Yeah, that's better. <coughs> test, test. Okay. Uh, I point to the minivan, uh, just parked slightly further down the street. Uh, I've got a little bit of business to address to. Um, I uh, better not be inside. Uh, th thank you for the ride. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, well, you got my you got my numbers, so uh, I'll see you guys later. And uh, yeah, hit me up, uh, big guy, if you fancy uh, stepping in the ring. Sure thing, Fraz. Wow. <laughs> Slip, what but... was that? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> well, good night, guys. You did uh, you did big jobs. You're gonna be famous. Hopefully not too famous, eh? And he does the finger guns at you. <laughs> I, I just look him blankly like he's offended me. He's still got a balaclava on, so he's very hard to read. I'm going to give him a sideways booker. What's <laughs> a sideways no booker? You know, like a, you put your gun on the side and go, booker. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm sure that's offensive to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know how to react to that, let alone slippery D. Slippery D just... Uh, <laughs> Just, just look, takes a second as a beat as you booker him, and uh, he just goes uh, booker wah wah, and booker wah wah, booker wah wah west, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess you guys get out of the van, right? Yeah. All right. So he he drives off with a wave. And um, you've completed the job. You do hear the sounds of sirens in the night air. You can see the vehicle parked uh, just down the street, Samson. Um, and obviously, the Mancusos know a lot about you that you didn't know they knew. What do you guys want to do? And uh, I'm going to try and draw it close to a stopping point for you as well. So can, can I throw a little bit extra in? So by the yeah. time we get in, I imagine Jackie is in there. Uh, in in the in the warehouse. Yeah, she she delivers sure. like and there's like a lasagna been microwaved up. Oh, nice. Um, but there's also like it's... an eight year old boy, demon spawn running around with a machete because I imagine it got left there. He's like the most ADD child that you can imagine, just running around fucking causing mayhem. Can you give me a name? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't ask you. Yeah, <laughs> Wilson. Wilson. Wilson James. <laughs> oh no, we've got to give him a fucking weird name. Um, like Tennis. Debrain. <laughs> Tennis. Tennis Debrain James. <laughs> Le Le LeBron. LeBron James. Um, I, I like <laughs> Tennis. Fuck me. How can you call a kid Tennis? <laughs> tennis Debrain. Tennis Debrain uh, yeah, I spelled that D E B R A Y N E. Debrain. Yeah, that's good. 
Uh, all right, Jackie is oblivious to the brain running around screaming, brandishing this knife, but she has got this lasagna, and as you come in, she goes, uh, fish lasagna. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> D- don't ask which fish, just... It's it's okay. Um, and, uh, Jackie, did you bring the envelope? Yeah, yes. Uh, can I, like, use a power here or something? Like, mm. basically, there's been random members that have came into my flock. I've maybe taken passports and things away, and I have this stash of identities that I keep for things like that. They're not going to get us very far, but if we get stopped, we've got some ID, and we can say we are people. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we are people. people. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go round and I'll, I'll give... <laughs> I would like a change the game role for that though. You okay. certainly can try it. So can I use some powers? So I'm gonna use my yeah. cult leader donations from the flock. Yeah. Uh, what else have I got? Can I use my underworld reputation having these things? No, I think I definitely agree with the first two, but not that one. Okay, change the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eight. Uh, you've got. You've got enough fake IDs for half of the group that you've... Some of them are really useless. Like, one of them is uh, for a woman. Uh, so that's probably not going to help too much. Like, an old lady called Edna. And uh, so Edna's ID is not going to be too useful. But you've got two IDs for, like, vaguely the right gender and physical descriptions of two of you. I'm quite prepared to burn my fingertips off, fingerprints off, so... Uh, yes, I've, I've, I've got a few here. Uh, which ones are going to suit you? Um, Janus, you you roughly fit this one. It's uh, this this fella, David, and I'll pass it. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus Christ>. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> Ah, I'll take this one. Oh, uh, quite a ring to it. I'm going to be Frisco. Oh, you're <laughs> such a knob. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I felt that last game. It was bound to happen at one point. Mm. Okay, so as we get into a closing point, uh, the boy just picks up like a remote and there is like a dilapidated TV and he puts the TV on. And he's just going, cartoons, cartoons, where's the cartoons? <laughs> and his mum just goes, now they're tennis, settle down. <laughs> and he goes, fuck off, mum, cartoons. <laughs> and uh, you guys see uh, a news channel with Pixis's face on it. And he goes scrolling through and he's going, cartoons, cartoons. And... Uh, the mum goes, is that you? Go, go, go back. And Tennis goes, fuck off, mum, cartoons. And <laughs> she snatches it away from him and he goes, I'll cut you, bitch. And he's got this like big machete <laughs> and she, he just, she just ignores him. And she goes back and um, you can see that there is a still of your face, Pixis, on TV. And there's a reporter. Um, it's the rather charming... Uh, handsome lady who was um, interviewing you on screen and <laughs> handsome lady <laughs> she, she she's basically 
Is that a funny turn of phrase? Though? I guess. <laughs> yeah. She's so handsome. I'm... So fucking handsome. <laughs> 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 and um, basically, she's the, the headline at the bottom of the screen is like wanted uh, in 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 connection with tonight's atrocities and your name is on there pixis and they've already got some information uh, about you being a local um, undertaker mortician thank you i was gonna say technician of the dead then and i was like that's not <laughs> the right word and um there's illusions on screen of like some individuals who because it was so high society the suspicions so far that are being spitballed on air is that either the late additions to the flight itinerary or crew that are essentially sleeper agents have been the terrorist elements so you are one of the late additions that very proudly went on screen to kind of cover your teammates you are most definitely a person of interest and you also get the impression that the other unnamed individuals who were late additions, including a dead little boy, <laughs> <laughs> were um, uh, is frantically being researched, basically. And you are all, you can add yourself the tags wanted three, and I'm not going to let you face danger on that. Because that is part of Sea of Ashes fail earlier. I was waiting for a fail and poor Sea gave it to me. So you all have wanted three. As a as a as a knock on, that's the high stakes. Things getting complicated for you, and that's a status, yeah. Yeah, you are. That's a a status, yeah. And um, the boy looks around with his. He's got this stupid machete still, but no one's taken off of him. And he just points at you, Pixis, and he just laughs. And the mother kind of like looks at him and shrugs. And then she just turns to you guys and goes, fish lasagna? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.